You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. And this is his wife, Rosie. His forgiving, merciful, awesome. Wow. Well, maybe not awesome. Wow. What? Really? Okay. I, you want to get into that? <laughs> okay. Um, baby, I forgive you for every I, time you put on mismatched socks. I didn't. Oh, I didn't and, even ask and for left forgiveness me, for that one. Left me with no choice but to have mismatched socks. Too. <laughs> oh, man. This yeah. is it. Well, you really need mm. some healing on your socks. Oh, I forgive you. I forgive wait, you wait, for every wait. time you move the toothpaste. I move the toothpaste? Yes. I forgive you for moving really? the toothpaste. Really? In Mercy, I bought two toothpastes so you don't move it. There is one in the shower. And you hid the other one. Baby, it is in the drawer. Have you even well, now, looked? Now I looked. Have you yes. looked? And it's uh, yes, there? Yes. Yes, it's there. So I forgive you for accusing me of something I didn't do. <laughs> All right. Um... Mercy. Yeah. It's... What is mercy, really? Because we've gotten it wrong a few times. Mm-hmm. Where, like, we want to forgive, yeah. or we think about forgiving, yeah. or we try to forgive, and then it comes up later with, like, rage. Yeah. Of, like You think you're giving mercy. Yeah. But in reality, you're just... I guess you're trying to end the fight. It's like sometimes you... keep the peace. Yeah, sometimes you're doing this, and you don't even realize it. Yeah. Until... God, because it's so hard sometimes to really, really forgive. It's difficult. And let go. It's difficult. And and the reason we're bringing this up to all our friends and listeners is because last week you heard about resentment and mm-hmm. how how damaging it can be to your whole life, not only right. your relationship but your family, but your kids' family, mm-hmm. and then every relationship you've ever had. Because say you resent one person, you pass that on to every other relationship, right? right. So what's the solution to resentment? mercy right but really really how and what and especially when it's huge things because we're talking about funny things you know like the toothpaste and stuff i don't think that's ever led into resentment although it can but there's some things that can be huge things that you're like i just can't i can't even fathom i can't even think of how to forgive this yeah so okay the definition of mercy According to what we've learned and what we know, um, I'm not looking up Webster's, I'm looking up what I've learned through God, is mercy is you not receiving what you deserve, Mm -hmm. which is usually punishment, right? So, for example, we deserve hell, all of us. I don't care how good you think you are or how many good deeds you do a day, deeds do not escape you from hell or get you into heaven. So, like, we've all sinned, every single one of us, okay? And... We all deserved help for that. Yeah. But Jesus died on the cross. Therefore, that mercy helps us not get what we deserve. So instead of us going to hell, he died on the cross and we can enter heaven if we accept him. Right. Okay, that's mercy. But then sometimes Enable and I have tried to give it to each other because we know that it's the best. Mm-hmm. But then we mess up along the way. So maybe we should tell him some ways that we've messed up. Man, uh, geez, 
I, I know for sure that I've, I've had quote unquote mercy with you. And mm-hmm. then I just, I held it, held it, hold it in, you know? Yeah. Um, so like tell them do exactly like, okay. how you do it. So the way, the way that I've had issues is I forgive you for something. It, it, it's, it's with me guys, it's the big things I'm able to let go. The things that happen once I'm able to let go, but it's the things that happen over and over and over again that mm. add up and that hurt and that end up damaging you. So there was a point in our lives where we've talked about in the past where, where I felt belittled by Rosie sometimes, mm. like sometimes I would feel like she doesn't respect me and this and that. And so all those belittlements over and over again, and every time I'd say, she'd come and she'd say sorry afterwards, like, hey, babe, I'm sorry, I was going through this, this and that, or I'm just sorry, I shouldn't talk to you that way. Um, I'd be like, mm-hmm, yes, I forgive you, babe. It's okay. I understand you. I accept you. I love you the way you are. But deep down inside, I wasn't giving her that real mercy. You were like, it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So why forgive it, Yeah. Her? In my head, I'm like, yeah, sure, I forgive you, but it's going to happen again. Right. But to her, I was telling her that I'm forgiving you. You have mercy. So she's thinking she's good. And then what happens is that she keeps, she does it again and it's cool. And she does it again. And now, but now I'm super pissed. And then I go back at her and I bring up everything that's happened within the last year. And then I do it back to her. Yeah. So, so that's definitely obviously the doing it back to her or the teaching the lesson is what I deserved. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm not going to say that I didn't deserve it. And by belittling ladies, listen to, listen to my man and think of your man. He, most of us were like, am I the, am I the right weight? Are my nails done? Am I wearing the right fashion? When, and, and those things aren't the damaging part of your relationship, you know, unless your man's really shallow, but he's going to love you at any weight and, and how you look and everything. What's damaging our marriages is when we belittle our husbands, because it's the first thing that, that my husband can think of like, man, babe, like I lose your respect so quickly and things like that. So think of the deep things that you do often that your husband may have to give you mercy for. Okay, so belittling can be like, oh, um, your little friends, your little job, your, you know, that is is sizing him up and making him small because you have the power to build him up or to break him down. And with our words, we can do a lot of damage. So it's a mistake that I used to do and that can come up less often, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's less. But say this was a few years ago when it used to come up a lot. I was really mad at him and I felt that. I wasn't important in his life, so I wanted everything else to be less important than wow. me. Yeah, makes so that's sense. why I would do it. It wasn't that I really thought his friends or his career or whatever were were less. It was just I wanted I want to be more important in his life. So anyway, instead of telling him that, I, we'd argue and I'd be like, "Oh, you know, you're a little guitar or whatever." Um, so I would say sorry because then later on you're like, "Dude, that was really like it's petty, it's wrong." Yeah. Like, but in your head what I deserved was a lesson was for you to say, well, your little friends and your little book yeah. and your little, right. But you, you wouldn't give that to me, which no. is good, but you would hold it in. Yeah. So then that, that fake mercy or that lack of mercy turns into resentment. But they I go believe hand in hand. you wanted to. Yeah. I really feel like, I don't think you were faking. I no. feel like you just didn't know how. Yeah. Cause you knew like, okay, like I love her and I know her heart deep down inside. So the but, question is, how do you how do you really have mercy on a person I think Well I think one of the issues was not communicating it because I'd say sorry mm-hmm. and you'd forgive me but you wouldn't communicate to me like okay babe but how do we not do it again or why does it keep coming up or what do you really feel like do you really not like my friends yeah. or my guitar playing or what? like do you feel that I'm this small so I think 
the lack of communication because there's so many things in my life that I'm like, I didn't even realize yeah. you were giving me mercy for. You right. never said anything. So I mm-hmm. think if you're going to give mercy, I think the person should know. Yeah. I think there should be a conversation. I, I mean, and obviously not every time because say like, I don't know, someone, you're forgiving someone five for that did something five years ago. You're not even in their life anymore. You don't call them and be like, hey, I'm forgiving you for something that happened five years ago. No, that doesn't right. work. But like, I think when it's a close relationship, like husband and wife, the other person should know. Because if I don't know and I keep doing it and it keeps adding up, and you're trying to give mercy, you're going to feel like I'm taking advantage of your mercy. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. And I think that that's where it begins, where people do have mercy with each other in the beginning of a relationship, mm-hmm. but then you feel like you're taking advantage of, and the the routine is you screw up, you come say sorry, and this is both sides, because this is mm-hmm. just one thing that Rosie did, but I'm, there's a lot of things that I do as well. So and then, then we come to each other and we ask for forgiveness, and then the person that was hurt says, you're forgiven because that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. That's what you were taught at. You're supposed to forgive people. But we never we never know how to handle it correctly, I think. Yeah. We just get to the point of, you came to say, sorry, okay, well, you're forgiven. Because at the same time, babe, if you came to say sorry and I got mad at you and I gave you rage and stuff like that of how bad it It'd made me really feel. It'd be really hard to come and say sorry again. Yeah. And so what is, how do you really forgive and how do you really have mercy without it just being a routine of either or of your anger lashing back or you just coming and just accepting it, but not processing it? Okay, well, I I try to be a merciful person. So I'm going to give you guys what what I try to do. I I don't always succeed, but this is my plan. Mm -hmm. Okay, when I think of mercy, I think of what Jesus gave me. It just completely changed my life. People have been wanting to change me my whole life, from my hairstyle to my weight to my attitude. And y las regañadas and talking down to me and comparing me never worked. I'm talking about my family, school, teachers, everyone. Like what worked for me to make me transform was Jesus's mercy. And it was, Mm -hmm. well, Rosie, you deserve hell. You deserve to never have a friend. You deserve to never be married because you have such a bad attitude. You deserve, you know, to, to be made fun of your whole life, you know, for whatever reason, but I am going to give you love, genuine love for who you are right now. Yeah. And that just blew me away. Him loving me the way that I am while I deserved to be detested because my yeah. I was detestable. I was just like so unlovable and yeah. he loved me. Okay, so I think of that in Jesus. And I think of how amazing it is. Yeah. And how if I want to be like Jesus, I have to give that all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So with Jesus, I make a mistake every day. Right. I mean, I try to, I try not to, but the, you know, when I come on before I sleep at night, I'm like, oh my gosh, I did this. Or I thought of this or I, oh man, Jesus, I'm so sorry. And he says, my mercies are new each morning. Mm-hmm. And that is so refreshing to me that each morning there's a whole like percentage, a hundred percent of mercy that I can use. And I don't abuse it because I love him so much. So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, Jesus, let me start new again. Right. Get me? So I have to do that for you and for Casey and for my friends and for my family and just start new. And remember when Peter asked Jesus, like, how many times am I supposed to forgive? Yeah. Like if you're, if your brother offends you seven times and Jesus is like seven times seven, but I don't know, it's some mathematical thing where it's like basically infinity. Yeah. So I'm like, 
I have to keep forgiving him. I, I have the conversation with you so that I hope that it can stop just so that, because there's some things that are just so annoying that it's like, oh, can we have a better life? Mm -hmm. But if you didn't, I would either just try to accept it and be like, that's, that's part of his character. So I'm yeah. just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to accept him and love him through it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get you. So I think the first step is communicating it because I communicated to Jesus my confession. I'm sorry for the abortion. He forgave me and loved me through it. Obviously, I haven't had another abortion and I wouldn't. Um, but then that's, that's, I, re I think of that when it's my turn to forgive because the wow. second step is, well, I need mercy. So I think what you're trying to say is that when you're in those situations, really think back to when you really needed mercy as well. Try yes. to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. We have to realize to that we yeah. need it too. The bad thing is, is that we start to compare. Yeah. Oh, well, but I'm not as bad as him. Yeah. And, and I what I do, that. the belittling isn't as bad as blank him that cheating. he does. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he cheated five years ago. So I'll allow myself to yeah. be dirty around the house. I don't got to cook for him every day because yeah. he cheated five years ago. Yeah. We'll both need mercy because, yeah, I'm not saying cooking is a, not cooking is a sin. I'm saying your heart against him right. is a sin yeah, at this definitely. point. So first I would say communicate it. Communicate either obviously the confession of saying i'm, I'm really sorry I'm, mm -hmm. i'm sorry that i don't take care of you the way that i should yeah the way that i th started the way that i promised in our vows yeah. and the other person really communicate what it does to them mm -hmm. because i don't think people know the damage that they've done wow even jesus said like perdónalos porque no saben lo que hacen like yeah we know that like not taking care of our husband is wrong, but we don't know the damage that it does to his heart or his soul. Yeah, We just think that ah, he can go buy himself a burger and he could feel like, oh, you know, I'm eating unhealthy again. I'm gaining weight. But there's deeper. There's, she doesn't love me. She doesn't yeah. take care of me, man. Yeah. She, I don't matter to her. Yeah. And that is much deeper that honestly, you people would be like, well, you should know. People don't. Mm -hmm. We don't know the damage that it does. So I think communicate that you're sorry and the other person should communicate. This is what it really does to me, man. I just need you to know. I'm going to try and forgive you. Um, it's getting harder because it, he, I mean, do you even care that it keeps happening? Those are the questions that have to come up. Like, I'm not trying to hold up a list against you, Rosie, but it's happened six times in the last week and yeah. you're going to come say sorry again. So are you, please tell me how you're trying not to say it again, yeah. you know, and, and, and so that the person knows, well, I am really trying or I'm not. You know what I think? I think a lot of people are actually in the same situation that you're just talking about. And they're at a point of their hands are in the air. And I think that's something we really got to talk about. Because I think that happens a lot in marriages. And uh, I'll let you guys know right after the break what I think. Is it time to put the heat back in your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg to their hearty breakfast fixings, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including their three brand new kinds, veggie, southwest style, and a protein-packed scramble. Or you can just stick to the classics like Denver, 
Denver or All-American. So don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love in your AM. It's time to run with your arms right open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with Just Crack an Egg. Hey guys, welcome back from the break. So we're talking about this situation where your spouse just keeps coming to you. And they keep doing the exact same thing over and over again. And you're forgiving them, forgiving them, forgiving them. But you're getting to the point of frustration. Yeah. Which I think that's where mercy gets really hard. It's not when it's a one-time thing, you know, where you can have give somebody mercy. But it, it's like... So when we're talking things, about like chronic cheaters, yeah. chronic liars, whatever it chronic, can be. Uh, uh, emotional distress yeah. that they give you chronic or, verbal or f- chronic attacks. frustration where they're not angry at you but they're angry at their job but they're taking it out at home type of a thing you know things and, okay just- let's give the disclaimer of we're not talking about abuse if you're being verbally abused if you're being hit if you're being we're we're not talking uh, we're talking about chronic mistakes yeah not someone that is purposefully abusing yeah. you like no if they are you gotta step away um I can't tell you what to do with your life. I'm not saying divorce. I'm not saying separation. But you guys have to do something together mm-hmm. or or step away if you are in danger of your life because yeah. it happens. Um, okay. So what what do you do? What do you do? So the plan is to give mercy, but you have to forgive them in order to give mercy. And mm-hmm. if you don't give mercy, you gain resentment. Yeah. So it's this really ugly cycle of if you don't do it, you gain resentment, which ends up hurting your, your marriage more. But the reason why you're saying you're quote unquote forgiving them or having mercy on them is so that your marriage doesn't get worse, you know? Yeah. Mm. Okay, so mercy, first of all, doesn't count if you gave the punishment. Okay, so if you've given mercy one time, two times, three times, but then three months later they do it again and then you're spewing all the hate that you've had for one, two, three, then that wasn't mercy. Then you ultimately gave them what they deserved. No, that was technically resentment. Yeah. They They were saying that they were giving them mercy, but they were actually holding resentment. And I think that that's what people struggle with. And they don't realize that. They think that, oh, yo, I gave you mercy. I gave you mercy. But this is the third, fourth time. And so now I'm just going to be upset at you. But no, the whole time you're holding this resentment. Okay, well, then what's the mistake? Is the mistake saying it's going to happen again? Because you're probably right. I, I don't even lie to you when you're like, Rosie, you're probably going to do it again. I don't say, I, it'll never happen again because I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I'll try because uh, I can't lie to you. But is the fact that you're already predestining that it's going to happen being negative and not helping you forgive? Definitely, because definitely. when you're forgiven, when you're forgiving, it has to be like this moment. I am forgiving you for this time. I'm not forgiving you for the future times. Yeah. And I'm not holding back any of the past times it is we're talking about october 3rd you yelled at me you hurt me you belittled me i'm forgiving you for october 3rd without thinking of the future or bringing up everything in the past so see what what you're doing when you're forgiving somebody when you're having mercy on somebody it's you have a new you have a new you have a new white t-shirt okay and then that person decides to put ketchup on that t-shirt. When you give them mercy, you're not washing that t-shirt. You're giving them a whole brand new t-shirt. Because if you wash that t-shirt, it's, just, it's still going to have that stain. You're still going to be yeah. able to see it if you look hard enough. Mm-hmm. But what you have to realize is that you don't wash this clothes, quote unquote. What you're doing is giving them new clothes when you're giving them mercy. So, so that, that's that's different. Like you got to really 
consider that because when you watch something, you're technically not buying it again, but you're really investing in buying this person a whole new t-shirt type of yeah. a thing. And I'm sure you guys are understanding what I'm saying, but yeah. it, it's a completely different process. It's really hard. The way you just mentioned it makes so much sense. It's a completely different process that you have to really get your mind into. And I think a lot of us are giving mercy by just washing that t-shirt. But if you look hard enough, even though you put cloro and even though you put all this other stuff, you can still kind of see that little yellow stain that kind of yeah. stayed over from the ketchup in that one area. But then what's even worse is that if it happens in the same spot over and over again, you already yeah. know where to look. Yeah. Like, you know where to look. You can close your eyes and point at that shirt and you're like, oh, it's right there. Yeah, exactly. So it, giving mercy is like giving someone a whole new shirt, a whole new slate. And like I said, one, you have to really put your mind into, we all need it and maybe in different areas, and we are not the ones to evaluate how deep or a sin is, or which is worse, or which is bad. I mean, you know, that's up to God. Mm -hmm. So I think, even though there is mercy, there is consequences. Okay? Okay. So say. Okay, explain that. Okay. My abortion, there was mercy. God forgave me. I'm not going to hell for it. But there are consequences of abortion. Mm -hmm. I am disconnected from my child. Um, it affects my body. It could affect me having future children. Um, there is depression that comes with, with um, abortion. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what yeah. I mean? So those consequences... Will, could possibly still be there. But my question is, how are you getting those consequences? Who's giving them to you? Because, okay. Life, nature. Life. So, okay. Porque, porque el pecado te cobra. Okay. Right? So, sin will charge you and God will forgive you and say, you're not going to hell, honey, for okay, the so abortion. Then but you now I have to go into a healing process so that I'm not disconnected from my children. Got you. Which, thank God... I dealt with with God, yes. but that was different than dealing with the mercy. Do you yes. understand? So in other words, you have to put in work. If you cheated on your spouse and yes. they're giving you mercy and forgiveness, you got to understand they're probably going to be depressed. They're probably going to be yes. hurt. They're probably going to be they're disconnected. Not they're not going to have you. sex. They're not going to trust you. It's going to be weird for a long time and you're going to have to put in that work, even though they gave you mercy because I guess not giving you mercy would have been divorcing you, leaving you, kicking right. you out the house and exactly. all that stuff. So you got to understand that that's still mercy. Exactly. It just comes with consequences. Yes, and, and I think what we're missing out on as couples is communicating the consequences. Is saying, okay, babe, I'm going to forgive you because you hurt me, you belittled me. I'll forgive you, babe, because I know your heart, and I know that you said it out in anger, and I know you don't mean it. But Rosie, you got to know that now I'm afraid to tell you about my friends. And mm. now I can't communicate to you mm. about my guitar because I feel like you made me feel like it's not good enough. Yeah. So maybe I'll tell my cousin, maybe I'll tell my other friends, but I won't come and tell you, hey, I learned this new song. Yeah. That is damaging the marriage because I want you to tell me. Wow. So you have to, I think, when you're giving mercy, communicate what it did to you and what it could continue to do if you keep doing it. So Rosie, I'll forgive you. I'm going to forgive you because I love you and I want the best for our marriage. But it's going to keep chipping away at us. Yeah. And I think that's we don't that's what people don't understand. So we're very thankful for the mercy. Yay, I got mercy. He didn't leave me. He's still gonna, you know, talk to me. But then we don't understand. Me, Rosie, I didn't understand for a long time what it did to you. Mm -hmm. I thought it has one argument. He knows I didn't mean it. I told him I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Yeah. But you were but it was still hurting you and chipping away at like our friendship. So um mercy, step one, communicate it either the confession or 
what it's doing to you to communicate the consequence because some people don't know like hey you keep doing this rose i'm just gonna step away from you and three you can't do it alone and mercy is something that you literally need the anointing yeah. of the holy spirit to do yeah we we think oh i can do it i want to do it but no mercy is something that only comes you can only give what you received yeah so you have to go to god and ask for mercy for you and put yourself in mm-hmm. in front of him like man he's so white and here i am with this dirty stained shirt i have to wash my shirt clean my shirt and then when he gives it to you you're like man yeah i'll give abel one because i know yeah. what that feels like yeah so communicate it communicate the consequence and then really um ask god to help you Give it because you can't do it on your own. And on my end, you got to watch those sneaky resentments that start off and make you think that you're giving mercy, but deep down inside, you're just holding it in because you you have this mentality of, oh, it's going to happen again. I know it's going to happen again. I'm just forgiving them because it's the right thing to do. But you really have to check yourself too. You know, And I, I think it takes spending more time in God's presence talking yeah, specifically about that. Definitely. Like, all right, God, she did it again, man. Yeah. This is getting hard. For- I need more of your mercy to be able to give to her because yeah. I'm I'm depleted from it. Forgiveness doesn't stop when, when the conversation between both of you or the apology ends. Forgiveness is something you have to really deal with on your own. It's, it's not like something... I mean, it can happen if in God's presence both of you are there and you ask for forgiveness, God can do something magical. But I really think there's also some reflecting and some alone time that you have to go through for you to really process that forgiveness. Yeah. You know? Um it, so, it's it's really important for you to really think about that because mercy in your relationship can draw you guys closer together and can yeah. ultimately take you to where you want to be. Exactly. But fake mercy and that and that real resentment that pops up later on, all it does is just it just it just stalls and it just compresses and it just makes whatever could have happened into this huge volcano or dynamite that blows up later on. All right, so I want to tell you guys what mercy is not. Mercy is not having to stay with the person and trusting them. Mercy is not ignoring what happened. Mercy is not pretending that nothing happened. Yes, you forgive, but you have to deal with it. Say there's a cheating issue, a lying issue, a stealing issue, a Mm -hmm. gossiping issue, a making you look bad in front of your friends. Just because you forgive them does not mean you have to continue to live like that. Both yeah. of you guys have to take steps to make the changes. And if there's consequences, you must let your partner know what they are and how to avoid them. Um, but like I said, if you're forgiving someone because he's lied to you, that doesn't mean, oh, you can continue to lie to me or you're accepting the lie. You guys have to build your trust again. So that's a whole different um, branch of mercy is is fixing what has now been broken. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being with us today. This is The Power of Us. And this week, we challenge you to give mercy. Yeah. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias 
nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.